Sometimes when you go to a pizza place, yeah, for instance, um, they offer oh yeah more than pizza. They do on the menu. On the menu, kind of like where we were today, and we will talk about where we were today and yeah. what we did today, amongst other things. But this particular recording yep. is like is that it's going to a pizza place and realizing I can get a chicken teriyaki bowl here. Not not what I thought you were going to say. Exactly, because you don't think that they're gonna have a chicken teriyaki bowl at the pizza place. Are you saying like I can get cheesecake here because like you know pie and pizza royals with cheese and cheesecake? But hey, let's take it. Let's take it back. All right, let's take it back. You ever been to a pizza place that offers cheesecake? Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) The setup was so much different when you. (laughs) Have you ever been to a cheesecake place? Okay. That offers pizza? pizza. Yo. If it's not clear what we're doing, the mm-hmm. trio, then picture this. You know all about the titanium one. Boom. If you are a true trio member, you've listened to the Pie Guys now 77 episodes deep into our library. Damn. Then you know, you should know who the one and only the Royal Tut is. You've heard his voice. You've heard it before. You're going to hear it again. Yeah. He is here live live baby and in person that's and right this is kind of a big deal uh for this podcast because we've never done a pie guys recording with you in person no you always had done... to zoom in through your computer <laughs> and from the comfort of your home yeah and now you're at the cave yeah and we're doing it live so uh that has to be acknowledged it's and it's a different it's a different feeling it is literally a different feeling and vibe and i think on a on a poetic uh, uh, sort of, uh, what's the word? Purest level of mm-hmm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. This is how it should be done. Podcasts were meant to be done in the way. same room with the, where I feel your energy. What you know? what I think is different than what other people have done. They don't have an adventure beforehand. They they go to their booth. They go to their rooms. They sit down and say, "Hey, yo, what's up? You ready to get in? This is the topic. All right, let's kick it." We we were here. At, I was here at two o'clock, and it is now. A little bit past six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So the the great thing about that is we hung out, we hung out, and we vented, and we expressed, and we talked. We did so much things before. We sweated. We, we did sweat. I'm, to... I'm I have to check on my abs and my obliques when I get home. Yeah. But it was the fact that we we did stuff that may or may not pour into the pie guys, but it's something beautiful that it wasn't just about getting together to make a recording and then bouncing. You Thank know, you. It was taking the time to just to spend the time together because this is a real friendship. This is a real friendship. It is. And I think we're going to further touch on that because this uh, particular recording and this summoning of the pie guys, I think has been done for several reasons, which I'm going to touch on. Um, But you, you said it. And uh, to go off of that, I've tried to express this before over, over the 77 plus episodes. Um, But in my in my opinion, this is how podcasts should be done. They should be done in person. Mm-hmm. And I've always imagined the pie guys as a hangout because mm-hmm. it was birthed out of that. It was birthed out of Shane chase and I hanging out one day, getting high, eating some pizza, literally eating some pie, playing some board games, and then being like, let's make a podcast. And then out of that, this. So fast forward to now we're hanging out. 
but not only just in the moment, like you're saying, yeah. to do a recording, we were hanging out for the day. Yeah. I mean, the majority of my day has been with you, and I love it. It's been awesome, and I've always kind of hoped at some point in this Pie Guy journey, that will be the norm. We'll have a studio, a dedicated studio where we can record, and yeah, walk with me on this one. Right. <clears throat> you're coming over. You, the listener. You, Royal, you, whoever, are coming over to hang out with the Pie Guys today. And and yes, at some point, we're going to record. We're going to do an episode. Maybe we'll do two episodes. Yeah. I don't know. But what we are going to do is we're going to eat some pizza. Right. We're going to hang out. Yeah. We're going to drink something. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It could be your favorite drink of choice, mm-hmm. whatever the some case may soda. be. Some cream soda. There you go. Uh, we'll have some pie for dessert or something yummy to eat. And over the course of the day... Maybe we'll watch something. Maybe we'll watch a movie. Maybe we'll watch an episode of something. Maybe we'll play a board game. Maybe we'll play a video game. Maybe we'll play mind games with each other. Okay. Whatever the case may be, we're going to we're gonna spend time with each other. It's not going to just be about the recording of the episode. It's going to be about each other. It's going to be about the hang. And then out of that comes the episode. Here's, here's what I'm going to tell you, because I feel like this is about to blow your mind in a little bit. And I, and I do like this wall. I do like this wall. We're we're in a place. We're we're in just an area where we get to do that type of stuff. But what if that place is the Batcade? Because we were there. We were there at two o'clock. We saw how or three o'clock. We saw how empty it was. Mm-hmm. We saw how low traffic it was. We saw that they have a whole like party room. That room and that space and those people. You saying that could be our studio? That could be your studio. Why not? Why not? We were so cool Dang. with the lady and and the. I didn't even the, think of that. Owners there and the people that were cooking the food. What if? Well, you're bringing up a great idea because shout out to the Batcade. Yeah. And enunciation pronunciation matters. It matters. It didn't say Batcave, which would. I would always be there. I would love to be there. I'm hard thinking about the Batcave. But this is the Batcade. It's in Burbank, California. Yeah. Shout them out because they deserve to be shouted out. Uh, even though only three of you are listening, you deserve to know about the Batcade. Uh, they offer many fun services, yeah. like a batting cage. Batting cage. They have pizza. Pizza. They have a pool table. Pasta. They have pasta. They have an arcade. Arcade. And they have a little party room. Yeah. And one of the offers that they offer is that you can rent it out. Yeah. So well, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I said yes too fast. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say let's rent it out. I, well, let's maybe start, let's that start would be. With, a, can we go in there and record podcast? That would be the way to test it out, though. I think. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because then we don't have to worry about outsiders fucking it up. No. Uh, we could just be like, hey, I know you guys are used to renting it out for parties. Yeah. We're gonna have a party. Yeah. We'll invite Chase. We'll invite Shane. Yeah. Natasha. Dan the phone guy Fobble, and maybe a few other people. Yeah. We'll all gather at the Batcade. We'll have some pizza. We'll have some pasta. We'll play some games and we'll record a podcast in the room. And let's 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 go grander. Let's, let's okay. let's imagine. Okay, I'm, let's I'm with imagine you. this grows, right? Okay. But let's say HHN pregame. Where are we gonna go? The pat the pat the Batcade, right? But now you have people that are there hanging out, people that are, are hitting the baseball bats, playing pool, eating pizza, but now you have an audience in that room with you. Oh, you want other people there? Well, yeah, you could have a discussion and get a genuine reaction from people listening. Fuck. And, and not, on, not only that, but I'm pretty sure you do it enough, you become a regular at this place. One, you might get free pizza. 
because now you're you're advertising for them in right. your in your pocket. We're, don't know we're how bringing business there. Yeah, you're bringing business. And then and then they can say, hey, you no longer have to pay to reserve the space. If you want to come See? in Saturdays, See? do your thing. Come in on Saturdays. Bring That's what your I'm people, thinking. As long, but you still have to pay for the pizza, but you don't have to pay for No, we room. play by the rules to begin with. We say, I, I don't want to get over on you guys because I legitimately like the back end. I, in place. fact, I love that place. That it was amazing. Awesome. I, uh, Love, wish I knew her name. Yep, same. But the, say the same thing. If you go to the Batcade today, tomorrow, the next day, <laughs> you're going to see the lady. Okay? She has a mask on, but you'll see her. You'll know her. Um, she works there, and I've recognized her from previous visits. My point is, it's a great place. Um, and wow, you've just put something into my mind that is going to be there for a long time. And I think, I would like to think we have a history now on this podcast of saying we're going to do some things. Yeah. And doing them. Boom. And sometimes we say we're going to do some, some things and we don't. Y'all did a mile, right? Y'all ran that mile? <laughs> we could talk about that. <laughs> um, and I would love to actually talk about that. Uh, that's something I did actually write down. I eventually want to bring up with you yeah. over the course of this episode. But um, I love I love this. I love what we're doing. And I love that you're here right now, Laurel. And I love you. I love you, man. Uh, that was something that we... I wouldn't say we tackled, but certainly that I think we discovered more of one of the last times we did this type of conversation. And yeah. by this, I mean what's about to unfold. Go back into our library uh, last year, right at the end of March, to commemorate your birthday. Yeah, We had a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Um, not unlike one-on-one -on -one conversations we've done from time to time, where we get to know you and each other better. Uh, you're not just a voice that comes onto this podcast from time to time. Uh, we want to get to know you. I want to get to know you better. And I want to share that with the listener. So um, we, t again, we, we discovered, an, I think, further depths to our love for mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. um, I think at the time we did that, you were streaming on Twitch. Oh, yeah. And that's another fun wrinkle. We kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, we are not just recording the Pie Guys. No, I don't, I don't want to step on your toes as far as being able to introduce or talk about said thing. No, All yeah. I will say is this is a bit of a secret menu episode. Oh man, if I you, love that. If you tuned into the Pie Guys and you were like, oh, they got a new episode out. I want to listen and the Royals in it. Yeah. Dope. Well, guess what? There's more than that in this episode. Uh, you go to in and out and you see that they've only got a right. few things up on the menu. Okay. okay. And those things are cool. Those things are cool. And they're they're yummy, and they're you could you you could all day be like number one, no onions, put it in my belly, mm, one through shove four, it through my gullet. Five, yeah, but you, but if you don't know, uh -huh. In and Out has a massively huge secret menu yeah. that the only way you know about it is by word of mouth. Yeah, and what is a podcast if not word of mouth? Word so of mouth, at this point, I want to turn it over to you. If okay. you feel comfortable, oh, if there. you want to tease, talk sure about, and elaborate off. on yeah. <laughs> anything regarding what I would refer to as the secret menu of this particular episode. Oh yeah, baby. So the secret menu is, ladies and gentlemen, I know that a lot of people have heard and have seen something called the con artist, which is amazing and it's great and to its own capacity. And I have a deep love for it and it's not going anywhere just in the sense of like, you know, every now and then it gets a little bit slower because I love to do that with my co-partner, uh, Beans, who established con artists with me. But while I was gone overseas and working on a film, I discovered that I wanted to do more of that. I wanted to do more podcasts, but maybe not in the style of something nerdy and something with pop culture, but just in the sense of like, who is Leroy and who are the people he surrounds himself with? And the thought came to my mind to do a podcast called 
the Royale with cheese, which is an amazing play on name because like in college, that's what I was called by some of my theater friends. Honestly, I didn't know what it was until they said it. And it was like, it's from Pulp Fiction. And I was like, guess I got to watch the movie now. Uh, for those that don't know, the Royale with cheese is, oh, damn, I should know this because it's my namesake. It's a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, it took me a minute to get this. A quarter pounder with cheese. And so the Royale with cheese now is going to be my official individual podcast. Love it. I, I love it. Uh, I'll repeat that in case you missed it. It's the Royals own individual podcast venture it's not it doesn't mean the end of the con artists it doesn't mean that he's obviously not going to be on the pie guys anymore we're going to get the royal into as many pie guy things as possible but um perhaps maybe something else we could touch on it is a further extension of you the individual yep it's an exploration of you the individual and it's a it's an outlet which is why i have grown to really love podcasts not just the ones that i listen to routinely but doing this one producing this one it's an outlet for you to speak your mind to speak your emotions with 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 royale with cheese obviously with royale i'm the royale that's actually my name say lee royal means the royal the with cheese part is the guest the, the whoever i bring on which doesn't stop at just my friends or my nerdy people it's honestly, whether it's a stranger, whether it's my parents, whether it's my it's my uncle, whether it's my kids, I have the thought to go, what if I just sat down and just talk with my kids? Because I see it all the time. Parents and their kids are just talking and my kids are, not that I'm trying to use them for their hilarity, but they're they're so intuitive and smart that moments like that of, of talking to them, I feel should be recorded and and uh, documented. Because without that, it's like, Man, I'm I'm passing up the moments to talk to my kids and create a memory off of it because the only one that's going to hear what they're saying is, is me. And if I don't find mm. a way to capture these moments, I can't share that with other people. And it's not just about my kids, but sharing how other people influence my life. So yeah, yeah, Royale with cheese, baby. And so right now, what you're listening to is another dual recording of podcast for the Pie Guys main. With, with a little dessert of royale with cheese. Exactly. That's why I re- re- reference it as a secret menu because, again, you you obviously chose to listen to this and still are listening to this. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's not just this. You need to be on the lookout for royale with cheese. Yeah. And um, go back to that episode where we started a rivalry with the royal tut. Um, and we kind of talked about why it was a potential rivalry uh, with our experiences working at the same place and doing similar jobs, but then also seeing you do jobs that I wanted to do. Um, it it could have gone down that avenue. That was the whole point that I guess I was trying to elaborate was yeah. that it could have gone down this avenue of like, uh, I don't like you because you represent the things that I want, but rather than, than oh. accepting that and what? Nothing. I, I thought of a quote, but I can't because my phone's recording right now and I don't know what happens if I exit out, but oh boy, do I have a quote that regards Do you want that? me to look it up or do you know what you're, do you uh, know? You know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Let's see okay. what happens. This is an experiment. We're uh, doing an experiment. And doing an experiment. We'll, we'll see is... what happens. Uh, and then I'm, I'm going to go back to the voice recorder. We see. All right, it's still recording. Out. Okay, get ready, baby. Because like, I saw this and I took a picture of it. And I was like, if we talk about it, it, it he's going to love it because it, it is great that I came across this thing. Oh, where is it? Okay. Oh, oh okay. Here it is, baby. Get ready for this quote by Rupi. I don't know how to say her last name. Yeah, she's a poet, but yeah, you can look her up. Rupi Ka- Kaur. It says, um, 
What terrifies me most is how we foam at the mouth with envy when others succeed, but sigh in relief when they are failing. Our struggle to celebrate mm. each other is what's proven most difficult in being human. Yo, son. Great quote. I, and, and and maybe at some point over the course of this episode, we'll have you say that one again, just, just so that it can really drive it home. Um, well said. And I, yeah, I think that that quote is essentially at the heart of that previous episode. And um, this is something I wanted to talk about. So let's just say for the sake of the rest of this episode, yeah. we are not just at the cave, but we're at the confessional. And for those who don't remember, we have our own confessional here at the Pie Guys. It's it's not really any different than any other confessional. It's it's a place you go to where where you're allowed to be honest yeah. and is encouraged to to speak from your soul and will not be judged for it. In fact, will be redeemed and perhaps born anew as a result of your confession. Um we've from time to time visit the confessional and I wanted to revisit the confessional at some point with you. So why not? Let's just make it happen now. All right. But part of the confession that I want to make, one of the confessions I want to make to you right now in this recording is, uh, <clears throat> I didn't really know what was going to be next for the pie guys. Okay. There are things that I want to do. There are things we've kind of planned to do. And because life gets in the way, we haven't, tackled those yet for instance uh a thursday throwdown episode hasn't taken place yet it's something we want to do mm -hmm. something we will do mm -hmm. um we want to do a uh, uh there's another podcast i want to shout out called another miserable podcast my friend uh zach strauss he co he kind of runs that podcast and we've been in touch and we want to do a crossover thing nice. uh for instance but beyond that i didn't know what was going to really be coming next and uh that's not too unusual for the pie guys because we try to embrace the the sort of unscripted nature, the raw nature of just hitting record and yeah. and letting letting it fly. Let's see what happens. But this guy right here, to my right, live and in person, not through a screen. I'm in living um, color, baby. You are. <laughs> he, he, you are. Um, you you made a post the other day on Instagram and you tagged me in it. And you shared a, a thumbnail from a uh, from the Pie Guys Instagram account at at the Pie Guys Pod, and you basically just said round two, round two, baby, ding ding, Re being round two of our conversation of you and me sitting down and having a sort of heart to heart. Yeah, and uh, that's a long winded way of getting to the point of I didn't know what was going to happen next, and then enter the royal, and shit, that could be. That could be the answer many times over the course of knowing you. Yeah, I don't exactly know what I'm going to say to this guest, or I don't know how this is going to go. And enter the royal, and he saves the day. Here I am, baby. And um, here you are. I didn't foresee this day taking place. I still don't really know exactly what we're going to talk about for the remainder of this episode. Oh, I but I know thoughts. it doesn't matter, <laughs> because enter the royal. <laughs> enter le royal with cheese. Yeah, baby. Um, so I just want to confess that a little bit right now and say, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I wasn't quite sure if I was going to have to go digging for another lost episode. And I will say this, I've had thoughts and we've kind of, we've kind of tested the grounds of this before in the pie guys yeah. of doing a solo episode, so oh, to speak, where it's nice. just one voice. Yeah. Cause normally we've got at least two voices going on. Um, and Shane did an episode a year ago where, where it was just him and I love the idea that Shane was doing there. He was he was kind of marking off all these lists of things. And, um, mm -hmm. and then I did an episode uh, where it was just me mostly rambling. 
but I've thought to myself in my private moments, someday I, I think I would like to tackle um, a solo podcast. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, enter the Royal. Here I am. The Royal not only gave me inspiration for this episode, but he showed up today. If I can kind of, if I can kind of set the yeah. mood a little bit, Tell them the story. I, I was trying to set the mood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I was kind of scrambling today. I went and uh, did a grocery run because I was sorely lacking some things. And then I, I told him, Hey, how about you come over around two? I need a little bit of time so that I can clean the place up because yeah. I, I, I live in what I live in. And sometimes you need some other eyeballs to come over to make you realize that what you're living in isn't, uh, isn't acceptable. Respect. So <laughs> Respect on that. I was trying to clean the place up and get it ready for a guest. And um, I lit some candles. <laughs> I, I even had my starlight on. <laughs> this boy was set in the mood for real, I, I had man. the fans going. I was trying to yeah. make it comfortable, okay? I was trying to make it comfortable. <laughs> and he texted me uh, and was like, yeah, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. But then he never... He never said anything else. He was never like, hey, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like nah, five minutes away or I just that. pulled up. Not me. I'm over here and then I hear something happening at my front door. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? It's got to be the Royal, right? And then there he is, intro the Royal. He's, he's right there. And he says, what, what, what's up with the defenses? Where, where's the... Where, where's the laser? The bat cave where's, is like where's, where's on, the, on sleep mode right now. Where's the bat hound? Where was all the alarms? Man, I just and he, walked and in. He, he didn't quite catch me with my pants down, though he's seen that. He, he just caught me uh, slipping a little bit. And it was awesome. It was great to, to, to see him. It was, and it still is. Um... But you know what I, you but know then, what I said after that? But then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm making some food. Yeah. I was going to order a pizza. And he said, no, no, no. Yeah. Drop all that. Um, I'm kidnapping you. I'm kidnapping you. And then I was like, whoa. And, and I like surprises, but I will admit, I don't always like surprises. But I, I looked at him and I thought, you know what? Nah, just go go for it. Go for it. Yes, baby. and it. Go for the ride. And that's what I've always asked of the trio is to go for the ride on this podcast. So um, we mentioned the bat kid alert earlier do you want to talk about the the, the kidnapping and the going yeah, for man. the ride when i was driving over here i it was already planned for me to do that you do i like i i sat there at my house and i was like you know what i can't just go over we can't I, it's, it's great to just go over and, and do a podcast and just sit here and talk but i was just like nah i i want to do something i want because that's what my experience overseas I, I was just doing stuff you know what i mean so i was like i I feel like I should just do something with my boy. Like, let's, let's not make it about, hey, I'm just going over. We're just going to shoot the shit. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to find something to do. I was going to, my here are my, my options when I was looking at this area. There's this barren of a wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I typed in bowling. I was like, oh, nah, bowling's kind of far. Yeah, bowling's out. Uh, I looked at some some of the rec centers. The Something, there's like a dam. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the dam over here. The dam. Yeah. And I was like, what was there to do? It was like a skate park. I was like, nah. Cause I I skateboard, but I not like that, and I don't want to put them in a position where we're both learning how to do tricks off of the, in the bowl. And I was like, nah, do I go for a walk for him? Mm, that's not really our speed. And plus, it's hot outside. Oh wait, wait, wait. Maybe maybe there's like maybe there's maybe we can go golfing. Nah, I, I don't want to blow my back out. But wait, he likes baseball. Batting cage. I know there's a batting cage around, and it was 22 minutes away. And I was like, I'm gonna go over there. I'm not gonna tell him nothing. I'm going to say, I was going to say, get in, loser, we're going for a trip. <laughs> but I was like, nah, I'll just at least let me go in see. I don't know how, how dressed he is. But yeah, man, driving over, I was like, I'm going to take him to the Batcade. And when I came in, 
and I and I saw what you did to the place. You just cleaned up. You got the fans on. I was like, oh man, you trying to set the mood, trying to get me to dick you down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I wasn't sure if I was gonna say it on the podcast. Say it. Um, but then I said, you didn't clean up for me. You cleaned up for you. Because, you know, between talking to you and, and hearing what you're saying, your messages, and of course, you're my boy. I'm not going to just tell people stuff, but like, I felt like sometimes you just got to organize your your area. You got to clean up. And sometimes you just got to do it for yourself. Mm. Because I, I've I've been in a space where I don't clean up. I've been in a space where I, I just, like, I shaved today. I cleaned up my, I cleaned up the underbeard, my mustache. I know what it I know what it feels like to not feel like you're properly taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because of sometimes, yeah, you get in a headspace of like, I don't need to do anything. No one's coming over. I don't have any guests. My family's not here. I can leave everything exactly how it is. But then when you clean up and you see your place, you're like, that was a positive experience of 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 doing that. There always literally is like a a a, po- a positive feeling after cleaning up and um i'm not great at that i i will admit that throw that into the confession um and i think there is a, a habit of getting so comfortable in whatever living space you're in that you're like i don't need to constantly be cleaning it like it's a you know this isn't like a public place or whatever yeah. um i'm only the one that's seeing all this stuff and it obviously doesn't bother me but you're right in the end i was cleaning it up with you in mind, sure. with the motivation of you in mind, yeah. but I think the lasting effect is that, oh, it's actually for me because after you're gone, I'm the one living in it still and 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 kind of reaping the, the long-term benefits of it. So, yeah, man, it was, it, suffice to say, still I'm not sure of this day, et cetera, but I, I, it's been, it's been great thus far. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond thankful for you as a person for being in my life and uh, for the day. And I'm glad you're back. You you touched on uh, being back and being overseas and obviously being in person now. Something that um, uh, last time we had you on the podcast, we were you were zooming in, and it worked <laughs> yeah. out pretty well. Yeah, it did. You, you zoomed in, but you did so f- all the way from I believe it was Italy. I was in at Italy. Man. Was it Italy? It was. It was nice. So so I was in Italy. <laughs> so by all means, we we sort of touched on it. We kind of mentioned you were doing some work. Yeah. Again, I want to turn the. The, leave the floor for you to take advantage of this to uh, expand on it as little or as, as much as you want. Yeah, no, no, um, no problem. But you just came back from a pretty epic journey yes. overseas where overseas, you were man. gone for three months. Yeah. So, um, as you were, do, do you want to talk about any of that? You know, I, I got to the point where I stopped letting the, the, uh, what, what, what is, what's the word? The, the alarms, the, the, the threats. The warnings. When production's like, hey, don't post this on social media. We'll come after you. Like, I stopped I stopped fully caring about that only because I'm working with Kevin Hart. And when you when you get into the space of constantly hearing, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, you start feeling like, oh, it's bad if I do. It's, it's terrible. I'm going to get in tr- much trouble. But then when I worked on Me Time and he was posting and my friend was posting, uh, her name is Didi. Shout out to Didi. Didi was posting. I'm just like, yo, Didi, you crazy? Like, this is backstage stuff. And nothing happened. You know what I mean? And she's still going to work and she's still going to thrive. That's when I was like, man, you know what? They're right. If I, I mean, I'm not going to obviously, I'm not going to post a script. I'm not going to post a story. I'm not going to post like, legit stuff that can give away the details of the movie but i do want people to know hey i'm working 
and it's really great. And this is day, that's why I started doing the days. This is day number 48 of working overseas or whatever it was. And I was just like, yes, I will tell people what I'm doing. I won't say the details, but it's such a blessing to tell them I'm working. Because as an actor, you know, you it would feel so much better to be like, oh, I got a leading role in in a movie and I can't really talk about it. But then it's like, nah, man, I'm I'm being a stand-in slash body double, an occasional stunt double for Kevin Hart, one of the like highest paid paid comedians. And I want to tell people because I shouldn't be scared to tell them because if he's choosing me to work with him, then nothing that I can really do on, on this small level of I posted a backstage photo would make him go, hey, I don't want this guy anymore because he's no Kevin's doing it all the time. You can <laughs> say it again though. Cause I, I, I don't know if the three of you guys heard that you were hired, paid, flown out to Europe, yeah. traveled over to several countries in Europe, yeah. worked on for again, practically three months plus um, on, on a project where you're doubling, mm -hmm. you're standing in for mm -hmm. and essentially are, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Okay. That's not just another person. It's not just another acting gig. No. Um, LaRoyal, if you don't know, is a guy that wears many hats, literally, figuratively, cosplays, is well known within the cosplay community, has uh, a laundry list of talents at your disposal. And a lot of them, I think, are probably getting put on display, maybe not for the audience in the end result, mm -hmm. but perhaps more importantly are being put on for your peers are being put on for uh, colleagues, for people that uh, run the sets for people that pick you up and drive you to locations yeah. for people that are also doing the same jobs you are for different performers. And then for the per person, the Kevin Hart themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this is a proving ground. Unlike many other opportunities that I think you've been afforded, if I could speak for you, which is, I think part of the, the greatness of this is, uh, you know, you, you've have a career now and it's, it's, I think it's safe to say this is the biggest thing you've ever done in your career it is. up to this point. And, and, and you would like to think that as your career goes on, you're going to do bigger and better things. Yeah. And as somebody that is also in the entertainment industry and has done a few things, I can tell you that's not always the case. Sometimes you look back on your career and you go, man, one of the biggest things I ever did was years ago. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But here you are in the immediacy of it and still fresh off of the this trip and are like, you know what? I did the damn thing and I'm not afraid to talk about it, to have shared these moments. So yeah. I applaud you for that. And so, yeah, I just think it needed to be reiterated again because in case you didn't hear it the second time, maybe the third time is the charm. You stood in yep. and doubled mm -hmm. for Kevin fucking Hart. I wouldn't say just one of the highest paid comedians alive, one of the highest paid people, in entertainers yeah, 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 in sure. the world. And, and here, here's the thing on, on my end, as as a full disclaimer of what it, what it honestly feels like. One, not a lot of people knew. I didn't tell a lot of people. I would just be like, oh, I'm working. And they're like, what are we working on? I'm just working on the film, just doing stand-up. Never said who. They kind of just put it together that it was for Kevin Hart. And I downplayed it. I downplayed it because to me, I didn't want it, I didn't want it to be a big deal. I was just so like, yeah, it's, it's, it's for Kevin. You know what I mean? And, and it's not like I'm, I'm up playing it now. I'm not bragging about it. But it certainly, I didn't want it to be a thing that defined my career. And it's not. I, no. Like you said, many hats. I do a lot of things. But I didn't, I didn't want to make my Instagram, my Twitter. I didn't want to make my social media presence about 
Hey guys, I'm also standing in for Kevin Hart and I should be great because of that alone. I don't try to focus on that because I, sh I shouldn't. At any given time, he could change his mind. He can go with somebody else. He could not do anything movie and entertainment related. He could retire tomorrow, he right? Retire and it's tomorrow. like, oh shit, there and goes my ticket. And then I'm out. But did, you know it, I mean? did your ticket go? No. No. Just the opportunity to stand in for him. And it's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, Kevin, Kevin loves what I do. We had a moment. And I, I don't know if I told you, I know I told someone, but we had a moment where it's just Kevin and I, no one else around. Kevin's walking on. I told him where his mark is at. I'm explaining him to the, the scene. And Kevin looks at me and says, hey, Leroy, I, I know I don't, I don't say it much, but man, I, I really appreciate what you do. Like you, you work fucking hard. And I want you to know that, that I see that and I appreciate it. And I was like, thank you. And it was just a moment with us. You know what I mean? It was like Dude. it had nothing to do with bravado, had nothing to do with production, had nothing to do with him wanting to just, I'm so great and I give shout outs to all my people. It was a genuine moment where he just looked at me and he told me up front. And, and the Dude. thank you wasn't, thank you, sir, I know I do great. The thank you was like, you really didn't have to tell me individually in person the way you just did. And the fact that you, like, now I know that you, you do respect what I do. Not that you mm. didn't before, but like, like you know I'm your guy. I love that. I love that little uh, bit of the story because from my perspective, as a, somebody who's never met Kevin Hart, uh, obviously knows who he is, I can recall listening to an episode of the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of podcasts <laughs> and uh, speaking of inspiration. It's too. us. It's us. Go ahead. <laughs> you said it. I mean, I'm mostly bald, so that's the only comparison you can make there. But um, no, I think he's been on more than one time, but uh, one time in particular, this episode I was listening to, they were essentially talking about working hard and how hard i mean rogan and so many words was saying like man you you how are you able to do all of the things that you do um and you know i don't i can't ver for verbatim uh, relay the conversation i would just urge you to go check it out if you can but listening to you relay that as somebody who's uh, such an outsider to that uh, you know just kind of seeing these things from afar he's one of the hardest working guys in, in in the industry in entertainment yeah. and yeah. that's part of the reason if not the reason why he gets paid what he gets paid and why he does what he does but um you know he had his philosophies about it and he talked about it and then for this guy who joe rogan looks at and says you work really hard how are you able to do it for that guy to say to you in person yeah in a private moment that he's not trying to grandstand he's not he's not like hey guys Let's have a moment over here so you guys can see me do this. You know, he's not doing it for the cameras. He's not. He's doing it for you. Yeah. It's for you, right? Like, he doesn't have to ever take the time to say it, but he did, which I think is part of what why it means so much to you. But this guy who clearly works hard, works hard by the standards of some of the hardest working people alive, says to you, I recognize your work. I recognize yeah. the grind, the yeah. hustle, and the level you're at. And... There's your fucking and, proof. And, it, and it's, it's, it's such a thing to where I have to. Not not for anyone, but for me, sometimes. I have to put myself out there. The reason why I got this job, maybe more, I don't know if it's more or less of the reason, but when I heard that Kevin was working with F. Gary Gray, who I did stand in for, for Straight Outta Compton, 
my and this is when we were already working on a film and uh I don't even I don't remember how that film came about me time I don't know remember how that came about I just knew that my name was mentioned from Loti his assistant and she brought me on and then the executive producer and all that led to me time during me time was when I found out the information and I and I don't know if I told you this story and I said I need to say something I need I need to be attached to this film because it's one working with the first guy that I did a movie for for standing and two I get to show him what I progressed to and so I went to Loti shout out to Loti and I said hey um I heard Kevin's working on the next film I don't know if you guys need anybody but I would like to make myself available should you need me and she says uh yeah, we'll 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 send some emails and uh, we'll see if we can get you in and we'll we'll let you know. And at the time, this is me kind of learning more about Loti. Like we've seen each other on commercials, but this is the first movie that I see them almost every day. So I know I built up a good relationship. And then I immediately I go to Kevin and I go, "Hey man, um, I talked to Loti. I told her that uh, on the next film, like I would like to be available. Like I don't know if you have anyone, but I would like to be there." And he his response was, "Oh yeah, no, nah, for sure." Well, it's nothing but some phone calls and emails. We'll get you in there. And I'm like, thank you. But it, it's still that approach. It's still saying that stuff, putting it out in the universe of if if I, di- if I didn't say anything, I, I couldn't happened. have been a thought. Right. I mean, sure, they could have been like, well, who do we get? Well, the road did get on this one, but we also have, you know, two two and three. So who who do we take? But the fact that I, I stepped up and I said something, I mean, who knows? His his name is Ken. Shout out to Ken. It was his birthday recently. I got to probably text him and say happy birthday. Um, But who would have known if they would have been like, well, let's take Ken because we just worked with Lee Royal. Because the first job that I did for Kevin, so many people were telling me, you're a great match. Oh, my God. You, your, your skin tone, your height, you your measurements, like you match him so well. And I was just saying, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. This is great. I'm having a lot of fun. Thank you. And not once did I say, all right, well, how, how do I continue doing this? How do I, I want to be the, I want to be the guy. If, if, if I work so well with him, if he think he likes me. If it's true. If it's true. It, you, it, you know, it, you know who said that I should be the guy. Everybody else was saying you're a great match. One person said you should be his stand in or his double. And I'm gonna mess up his name right now. Um, uh, R- Romney. Mitt Romney, no, the the black guy from Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh, okay, the guy that works at the at the TV at, at the t- place with him. He he walks on set, right? And I'm just chilling, hanging out. He looks at me, super excited. He walks over to say hello, and then he gets closer, and he's like, "Oh man, I thought you were Kevin." And I was like, "Uh, I kind of am. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 his stand-in. I could be." And he just said, he just said over and over, "You should be his. You should be his stand-in. You should be his double." You should be his double. And I was like, oh, well, that's what I'm doing today. And I didn't understand what he said. I didn't understand what he meant when he mm. was telling me. I just wanted a picture. We took a picture. It was a bad right. picture, but we took a picture. But it was the fact that one of his closest friends definitely mistook, mistook, mistake. He thought I was him to the yeah. point where he was walking over and say hello. It was another in the cut moment of just, it's just me by myself. No one else around. And he comes over and tells me that, and I and I and I'm I'm hoping to one day see him again, so I could be like, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> remember what you what, said bro? about eight years ago? Well, guess what? For the past two years, you're gonna get a cut of these checks now. <laughs> um, so, as somebody who has worked with you, gotten to know you, yeah, loves you, 
supports you and cheers for you. I am, uh, I'm really excited, happy and proud of you. Um, and, and just can't wait for, for more uh, yeah, just on that end, n- not having anything to do with the Royale with cheese or, or the pie guys, but, um, it's, it's awesome to see. And it truly is inspiring, man. Um, so I want to take this time to also remind you that we are still in the confessional. Okay. And, um, speaking of inspirations, speaking of Kevin Hart, all of this is connected as you will see. Um, I meant to I meant to tell you this, express this to you at another time, uh, when it was a little bit more fresh. Uh, but I want to confess to you that, and well, not just to you, but this is to the podcast. Um, <clears throat> something that I'm I'm sure I've touched on before on some level, probably mentioned it with the uh, the phone guy. Um, but you fairly recently did some stand-up comedy. Yeah. And... My tight five. Man. If there's... I don't want to put it in those words, but... If there's ever been a calling to me, um, and and something that some... You know, you're talking about somebody's telling you something. Hey, you should do this. You should do this. And I'm sure I'm not unique for this by any means. I'm not trying to sit here and say that. But uh, over the years, I've had numerous people tell me, you should do stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're funny. I think you're this, this, that. You should do this. Uh, And the reality is I have attempted it three different times in my life. Um, But I've never really done it, I, I, you know, on a, I guess on a pure level. And then I got into listening to podcasts, and one of the podcasts I've already mentioned, the Joe Rogan Experience, I listen to pretty pretty regularly. And what's common on that podcast is that Joe Rogan, the stand-up comedian, will have other stand-up comedians on the podcast. And it's been great for me to listen to because I get to hear these seasoned, lifelong comedians talk about their, their experiences and kind of talk about the way they work, etc., and for at least the last six years, but beyond that mm-hmm. reality, there's been this thing nagging at me. And it's, you know, I moved out here because I wanted to do movies. Okay. Um, and I've done some commercial work. I've done some print work. I was on a TV show. I was in a movie. But there's so many things about being out here and, and, and working in this industry that I feel unfulfilled about, that I have I feel like I've yet to even just scratch the surface on. And none more so than stand-up comedy. And um, when I saw your post before, I think it was right before you left. Yeah, it was back in March. It was just like another reminder. Because I feel like, not daily, but probably weekly, in my life, something will hit me or a song or something I'll see or whatever. I can't quite place it, but something will strike me. And, and, and in my mind, I'm like, that's another reminder that I should be doing stand up. That's another reminder that I, that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And especially when the pandemic hit, um, you know, this podcast was an idea before the pandemic 
but it sort of launched right as the pandemic was happening. And we've joked about it's this unofficial documentation of the pandemic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now that we're past it, I, yeah. I think. Now we are. Um, we are. <laughs> I, disclaimer, continues. disclaimer, I did get COVID while I was overseas. So <laughs> if, I, if I've if i had it by now and I'm okay, yeah, we're out of the pandemic. We're good. Um, <laughs> I'll admit something that I've, I, I haven't shared with anybody, but it's because it's just been a private thing. But again, part of the confessional. Um, the podcast was something I wanted to do for a couple of reasons, but one admittedly was and still is to hopefully try to cultivate mm. my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know a few people who have done stand-up comedy, shout out to Brandon Gibson, somebody that I know, you know, yeah, who has done it, uh, did it for many years, tra- uh, toured and did all those things. A super funny guy. One of the funniest people I know. Uh, I used to do some improv shows um, with him and those improv shows were great because I love doing comedy. I love doing improv comedy in particular, but it was also really fun to do the comedy mashup shows because the shows were half improv and half stand-up. So I got to intermingle with stand-up comedians from time to time and then watch them and just kind of be in that, feel, feel like I was part of that world. And anyway, one of the things Brandon told me when I kind of admitted to him that you know I sincerely wanted to do it, he said, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. We could, let's find your voice. Yeah. And, um, to my detriment, I haven't followed that up. I haven't written stuff. I haven't worked at it. Um, but I, I've tried to work at it in a roundabout way, the podcast being one of them. Uh, and I'm, I know I'm rambling, but, um, uh, I guess part of the, the conf- it's a two part confession. One, I want to start doing stand-up comedy. Okay. Bet. And I want to do it with you. Bet. Uh, I want to bring Dan in, into the into the fold because I know he has done it and used yeah. to work with a, 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 a comedy club and he has connections in that world. And because I want to lean on you guys as people that inspire me, people that I I feel like are are better than me, are funnier than me. But um, the other part of the confession is I'm scared to do it. I hear that. And I've I've been scared to do it. That's, I mean, the reality. It's like, why haven't I written it? Why haven't I pursued it? Well, I'm scared to do it um, for a multitude of reasons, I guess. But um, I got you. I got you, baby. And I also look at myself now as almost 38 years old. And I think, man, I am too fucking old to be starting at stand you, you ready for this because it's gonna blow your mind so i'm definitely one for quotes i love quotes and how they they impact our lives i love quotes how they come into our lives and make you go damn that was a good quote and i got a quote for you from darth plagius <laughs> plagius plagius darth plagius yeah, oh yeah boy yeah, get yeah. ready baby this is the guy that taught emperor palpatine darth sidious you so not you can't learn it from yeah. a jedi oh boy you already yeah. know this man says uncertainty is the first steps to self-determination courage comes next and i i heard that in that book and i was like yo i want to be a zip so bad dude i mean we were gonna go on a tangent but i have to just say we've been talking about a lot of shit today okay and um before we even sat down to do this episode i was like I think I'm a good person. I try to, <laughs> I try to, I try to be a good person and I have right. fallen short of that. But as much as I've tried to be a good person, dark side, I'm a dark side all the <laughs> way, dude. I have always been like, I would join the empire. I would be a Sith. I'm sorry. Hey, I know yeah. the Jedi's um, are the good guys. I'm I know. To sign up. 
But I'd be I would lightning be out of my thing. on the dark side. I'd be like, give me the power, dude. I don't give a fuck if I have to disfigure my face or whatever. Give it to me. Let's go. Okay, all right. Can I just be the bad guy? And then if I choose to be good from time to time. Then I can redeem myself. Can I do that? Let me be the bad guy for most of the time and then the good guy at the end and then become a spirit. <laughs> yes. I love it. I, I mean, that's the thing. The reality is I could sit here and, and, and talk to you about uh, stand-up comedy in particular f- we could do several episodes dedicated to that. Yeah. And maybe we will at some point, but uh, I wanted to confess it on the podcast um, as a means to hold myself accountable. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if, uh, if anybody does happen to follow me on Instagram, that's also listening to this and you already probably know about some of these challenges I've done over the, over the years. And, and that was the real reason why I eventually posted them to social media it's very sort of look at me, look at me, but um, it was more so, well, I felt if I posted it to social media, now I have to do it. Now yeah. I have to follow through on I've it. I've done the same. It, because I struggle with self-starting uh, and self-motivation, and I, I procrastinate. I can be very lazy. The list goes on. But I thought, if I do these things here, it'll help me out. And then sure enough, I started hitting the goals that I was setting for myself and um, I wish I could say that I've uh, I've taken that experience and and applied it to every other aspect of my life. It's not true, but um, this is an attempt to sort of resurrect some of that. Yeah, to uh, to confess it to you, to confess it to the, to the trio, and uh, to confess it to myself that yeah, I, I have a love for for performance and entertainment and theater. That's in my blood. It's in my background. But man, if I really gunned to my head, was like had to in this moment be like, what's the one thing you feel like you're supposed to be doing? I think it would be stand-up comedy. Let's go. How about that anchor ad? Um, well, you know that we do gullet time here at the Pie Guys, so I wanted to shout out a couple of things. Uh, again, as part of this uh, awesome day, the gifted to me by the one and only Titanium one. Yeah, boy. Uh, he kidnapped me, and he took me to the Batcade. Well, the Batcade is not just an awesome place for your next birthday party. Uh, <laughs> they, they also have pizza there. And I want to get it right, so bear with me here. Uh, An- took- anecdote. We got in there, and Trevor says, <laughs> man, this would be a great place to have as a birthday. And I was like, yeah, man, it sure would. And he goes, man, like the kids must love it. And I was like, oh. I mean, like, I was talking about next year for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> we can't have it as a 30-year-old. Um, I can't be 34 coming in. Fuck it, dude. Back in. I, might, I might make it my 40th. How about that? <laughs> but, um, yes, the Backgate's awesome. Yeah. They have a pizza place, and it has its own sort of official title. So, uh, in pure pie guy fashion, we had pizza today. We did. Uh, it's called New York-style Central Park Pizza, Okay. That's what it's called. New York style Central Park pizza. We ordered the meat lovers. Yep. We took it to go. We're going to have some more after this recording. We played some pool first. We did play some pool. We had, we had to, sl- I was quite hungry. We worked up an appetite and a lather hitting balls around, though uh, I didn't even touch the 50 mile an hour fastballs. Your that boy were from the baseballs. smashed one at a <laughs> 70 mile, and but I can't believe it. It must be noted this guy over here <laughs> just strolled in and was like, I'm gonna hit the 70s. Hit the 70, and for, baby. The, for those who, the uninitiated, 70 mile an hour is as fast as it goes at the back. Oh, end. yeah, it is. And you're thinking, 70 mile an hour fastball, that ain't shit. Well, motherfucker. Well. You couldn't hit it, dude. It's a different story. When you're in the batter's box and 70 miles an hour come at you, you're like, what? Oh, that ball was you sure that, Are you sure there's not another zero at the yeah. end of that? 
<laughs> fucking Superman throwing the pitch. Yeah, John was like, boom. I was like, oh, whoa, let me get used to it first. Let and then the sound of it <laughs> hitting the, the backstop is like kind of intimidating. And then we went and we played pool. And uh, uh, you beat me in pool. It was a fun game. <laughs> I kind of beat myself at pool. Uh, but, but you know what? None of that mattered because we were having a good time and we had pizza there. And that's that's really what I'm getting at here is is the next time you find yourself wondering what you're going to do on an off day yeah. or a day with the kids or a day for your 37th birthday party, you know, uh, you're going to go to the Batcade. Batcade. You're going to have a good time. It's a it's it it has a small town uh, uh, yeah. feel to it. It has yeah. like a like a mom and pop owned place. It's not a big corporation. No, it's um. It you know what I mean? It feels like a like a small business. You, you want to support in, it, and the lady's so welcoming, super friendly. And she was like, "It was almost like we played for free." Honestly, I felt like we played for. Free I think we got a we we paid. You paid. We we were like, we're gonna do thirty minutes in the cage, unlimited balls for thirty minutes. I think we got more than thirty minutes. It, I, th- it, I think it, she liked us. I think she thought we were flirting with her. We kind of were. I like that she said we could switch. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you go in, there, I didn't you know can that. See that you yeah. can switch, but it's like. She was, was like, yeah, if you want like, to do the, the red baseball, button. you can do the yeah. baseball, you want to do the softballs, you just hit the red button. Like, she said, you want to bring the big bat? Bring the big bat. Bring you want to bring the lighter bat? Bring the lighter bat. You, you want to wear your helmet? Wear the helmet. Do what you guys want to do. Yeah. And I respected that. I was like, we're not some kids. You got to walk, hold our hands and walk us through the whole rigmarole. Like, I mean, I did stretch. <laughs> but we made. We asked her for that. We said, can we get three to five minutes <laughs> for stretch time? <laughs> Okay, we can't just walk in here like fucking lady, Lucas yeah. over there and, and fucking swing the bat. Lucas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, we had a good time at the Batcade. Uh, what was your thoughts on the meat lovers? Yo, it was it was good. Um, I don't like hot food. That's my confession. I don't I, I don't like it. I need my food to be warm. <laughs> Give me that room temperature, lukewarm food. <laughs> Is that Derek warm? Nah, I want lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> and uh, but no, nah, I've been into it and. I like that I could taste the meats. everything. You know what yeah, I mean, like the, he just made it; it just came out fresh. Um, the cheese was, order. was a good consistency. Uh, I love the I love the crust. I did too. To to the point where, like, being again going back to Italy, eating that pizza and having um, this type of pizza, like, I don't think I could do typical Pizza Hut Domino's again. And if I do, I won't say it, wow. but I know I'm not gonna like it. Wow. Good to know because honestly, seriously, again, what I say, he, I he, you came over, you invaded the cave because the defenses were down, and and I thought I, my whole plan was well, when the royal gets here, I'm gonna be like, what do you want on your pizza? I'm gonna put it in an order, and guess what's nearby? The closest place to me that I was gonna order from what was that Domino's. Yeah, it was. So you know what? It was meant to fucking be. This day, <laughs> you just have to. Sometimes in life, you have to yes and your way through <laughs> and go along for the ride. You have to. Sometimes you do have to get kidnapped. Sometimes you do have to take the candy from the stranger. When I okay? when I parked, I saw you sent that text it says what do you like on your pizza and mentally i went i'm not going to give him the chance and then i was like oh what if you already ordered it <laughs> no i was just wanting i was actually tr- going to try to get a head start on it honestly be yeah. like I-, I didn't want you to have to wait around too much i don't know if you're hungry but like it, it-, it worked out i'm i'm thankful for the for the bat kid for many reasons but n- not the least of which is that we still have pizza waiting for us when we're done here yeah so uh shout out to them shout out to new york style central park Pizza boom located at the Bat Cade. Cade. And lastly, before we wrap up this episode, uh I want to invite you to something. Oh. Um, it's something that we've it's fairly new this this year, this season to the Pie Guys, but um uh something that Shane and I initiated amongst ourselves. 
fairly recently I reached out and got Chase to verbally at least commit. We'll we'll find out how much how committed he is to it next oh, time we can get him on here. Oh boy. Um but there's a reading challenge happening. Oh snaps. I think I I okay, I think I've seen this post. Okay. So um it 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 kind of started on a whim. But I admitted to Shane, I think at the, also at the confession, I said, you know what? I want to start reading more. Yeah. I do. I want, to, I want to read books more because, as you could tell, yeah. I have predominantly graphic. comic books and yeah. graphic novels in my bookcase. And uh, for the purposes of this challenge, those do not count. And oh, in no. my mind, those don't count towards this. Oh, I want to no. read books. I want to read... <laughs> Nothing with pictures, huh? Novels. <laughs> not, they can have pictures. Actually, uh, the book I'm reading now does have some pictures in it. All right. And one I read a year ago that I would say would, val- would, would be valid in this challenge also has pictures. But yes, I think you get where I'm going with this. Um, and we were like, yeah, let's do it. And back, uh, back at the time when we came up with this challenge, there were still 10 months left in the year. Okay. <laughs> For, for for time of I remember reference. And, and we were like, hey, 10 months left in the year. A book a month seems fair. How about before the year is out, okay. Shane and I combined read 20 books. 20 books? It's a challenge, right? Yeah, it it's is. a challenge. If we set the bar too low, it yeah. wouldn't be a challenge. Oh, boy. And Shane's like, yeah, bro, I'm fucking in. Of course he said that. Well, when we checked in later, he's like, I haven't read shit. <laughs> One, I love your impression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Go back and listen. He admitted it, and um, shame on you. But also, come on, bro. He said he's been. First of all, he said he's been reading Jurassic Park, the novel, the original one, for that. years. He said he's been reading it for years. So it's like I told him when you eventually close the final page and <laughs> shut that shit shut, yeah, it counts. Okay, it counts. Books you might have already read count as well that doesn't mean oh i read it therefore it counts you can read it again and then it counts towards your challenge it doesn't have to be a completely new book to you caveat caveat are we are we talking because this this is where the world likes to get technical with with the challenge of this stuff are are we talking like actually reading or does audio books count too because i'm a huge fan of darth plages and his uh that's a good question <laughs> to the point that I don't think it's been raised. Um, yeah, man. Cause I got a lot of audiobooks that I've been powering. Through, but here's man. what I'm going to say to you. What's up? I'm going to say you got to read it. I got to read it. It's called a reading challenge. It is. <laughs> it's called that because we put it in an episode. Um, and well, I'm saying it because I've been reading it now. And this almost makes me think of another challenge, yeah. which I didn't even think I was going to bring up, but I'll get, bear with me. All right. <laughs> Do you remember when we did the conqueror challenge? I don't know if you remember that. There's this thing called the Conqueror Challenge. I have a medal. Oh, oh, okay, right here. okay. Now I'm looking at the medal. Now maybe yeah. the trio remembers. Shane, Chase, and uh-huh. I were like, let's do one of these Conqueror Challenges. It's essentially you have, I think it was 21 days to do X amount of miles, and then they will send you the medal when you're done, and they get virtually gets tracked and all this other stuff, and then we can all join in and see each other's progress yeah. and sort of motivate and challenge each other. Well. We were all like, I'm on board. That sounds cool. But we never <laughs> truly laid down the groundworks. And then what I found out was Chase walked the whole time. He pulled a Lord of the Rings and just walked all yeah, of the miles. Yeah, the journey, baby. Um, Shane did a third of his miles on a treadmill at the gym while your boy right. was out here running around on the streets of the yeah, streets. Yeah, you were, baby. Running. <laughs> so what I found is that everybody's going to have their own interpretation of... <laughs> what they want to do. So it does need to be delineated. Um, 
if the best way for you to consume a book yeah. is through Audible, I'm not going to hold that against you. But okay. I am going to encourage you as much as possible. And you, and you know what? To I, read. Yeah, I would take Because that. I'm, I'm, an, I'm a purist. I like still holding a book. Yeah. I realize Audible, and I want to get into those actually, because uh, I love listening to podcasts and I feel like it's, it's birds of a feather. But there's something about holding a book, mm-hmm. flipping through the pages that I really enjoy. It's partly why I have a bookshelf of comics and not like a tablet of comics. Um, so in my opinion, it needs to be books that you read and you sit down. You know what I mean? You sit down, you make the time for okay um but if but if i already if, have a if, book in mind okay don't act in and name. so uh i when i said to chase and he came on board he said he said yeah i read a book a month <laughs> okay chase <laughs> well if that's the case then we'll add 10 more numbers to the number okay hold on so it's 30 <laughs> okay hold on now i just got in <laughs> i know you did so we have 30 books amongst the three of us all right it's an even split if everybody pulls their weight shane oh, but you said 30 with 30 with it's thirty books for the year, with it for each of us, or not for each of us. I'm talking as oh, a, as, a, as a group as a collective. Number. So oh, the challenge okay. individually is to yeah. read ten books. All right, I have read three and a half right All now. Right. I'm currently in the middle of a book. Come right on, there. man. No, you got You got to set more. Shane boundaries. hasn't added anything to the contribution you, yet. No. So here's the deal. We're way behind. Okay. The second half of the year, which we're almost you know through, it feels like we're still in July, but it's it's going to require pulling in some work. Put in some heavy lifting, some heavy reading. And so I'm going to try to do my part and hit the 10. And then between maybe Chase and myself, we could pick up some slack that Shane leaves Can behind. Can I say a funny caveat again? <laughs> Let's hear the caveat. <laughs> hey, man, do, do children's books count? Because, you know, <laughs> every night, me and them kids. <laughs> uh... All right, they don't count. I'll take them off the list. Uh, I'll take them off the list. I can only de- I'm read, trying to think of uh, if Green Eggs and Ham. And- <laughs> if you read Green Eggs and Ham thirty times, maybe it, then it does. Do I read it? You know, I know that book by heart. <laughs> I know you do. I remember being on set. Um, so it don't count. I just it want to say count. for for the content for the comedy of it. I'm but not but but uh, it, for the record, they don't have to be five hundred page books. For instance, um, I don't have it here. One of the books that I have read and goes has already gone on my contribution towards a challenge is a book called The War of Art. And it's a thin book. Mm-hmm. And in fact, almost every page in that book is not even full of words. It's like one page has maybe a paragraph or two and then you're on to the next page. But it's still a book. I'm going to so do it, man. I'm trying to yeah. vary up my books and the styles of stories and things like that. It doesn't have to be a certain genre or whatever. 10 books is what I would pitch to you. I'm going to do 10. If you want to counter with, a, with another number. I just told you about the library. I'm going to live in there for a little bit. You did just tell me that. That's why, again, it made me think about bringing this up to you. So the official offer to join the reading challenge for the Pie Guys in the year 2022 yeah. has been extended to Leroy. Are you in? I'm in. You're in? I'm I'm legit in. It's a lofty number, admittedly. If we throw you into the mix now, as you admitted to wanting to join in, that's 40 books. 40 books. As the pie guys. Yeah. Okay? 40 books split amongst you, Chase, Shane, and myself. That and means 10 books You're apiece. on three? You, you read three? I am three down, okay. halfway through the fourth one right now. So I'm getting gaining some speed and momentum. I'm, I'm obviously going to have to read quite a bit more before the year is out. I think I can hit my my projected goal of ten. I'm really hoping to hit ten, right. and then we'll see where the chips fall with everybody else, and then we'll have a wrap up episode where we can make fun of Shane for reading zero. Professional rivalry, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I said we were going to end on a couple more things. Those were the couple of things, but I would rather end this particular episode 
uh, we often do last words as a segment, and oftentimes that goes to Shane. Mm. Obviously, he's not here. Mm -hmm. But what I would like to, if you will indulge me, is give you the last words. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can, by all means, say anything you want, plug anything you want, but I kind of want you to repeat that quote that you said earlier. Oh, okay. All if right. possible. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's more than possible. I'm going to it right now, baby. The quote of all quotes. If, uh, oh, oh, I remember. I remember now. This, this is the quote about, uh, wait, <laughs> which quote was this about? <laughs> oh, the, the professional rivalry. I almost read it. The one you said in the beginning. Yeah. It's been a while. I almost, read it, I almost read a different quote. That would have been even deeper. All right, yo. So this quote, talking about uh, professional rivalry, talking about how we inspire each other, uh, most definitely. This is something that I read yesterday when I was going through Rupi Kaur. I wish I knew how to say her last name. K-A-U-R. And uh, she says, <clears throat> what terrifies me most is how we foam at the mouth with envy when others succeed but sigh in relief when they are failing. Our struggle to celebrate each other is what's proven most difficult in being human. Yeah. One more time, please. What terrifies me most is how we foam at the mouth with envy when others succeed but sigh in relief when they are failing. Our struggle to celebrate each other is what's proven most difficult in being human. Thank you.